Hey everybody and welcome back to Murder Blows. It's happy, happy uh, holiday season. You guys like the jingle bells going down? We sure do. Uh, I'll tell you what's not jingling. We're back on the murder train. And it's a chugging, not a jingling. Uh, I really made it weird as per usual. Anyways, uh, Sasha is going to take us to a Bristol in the UK uh, with a woman's name I cannot say because I am a perpetual five-year-old who probably in another dimension is playing Fortnite with her bros. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I'm Violet and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Cody. Maisie. Sasha. So buckle up, get your notepads ready. We are going to throw down some tips and tricks and let's uh, go down that. Oh man, I don't know the word to jingle bells. I was going to make a reference there. Roll that intro music. life right now oh my god i love them uh, i don't know how to act look how cute yeah <laughs> real life. welcome to my world i can hear you but i love it <laughs> yeah i did it randomly because my neck was hot because it's hot in my apartment but i refuse to not wear a hoodie yeah same because <laughs> it's fucking december same right mari mari's here mari Mm. Your cat army is growing. <gasps> Spoiler alert! What? I what? have the most literally like heartwarming freaking story ever, and if you don't think it's heartwarming, go fuck yourself. Um, I'm so ready. <laughs> um. Also, hi, Cody. <laughs> hi, Cody. Cody's eating cereal. Hi, I'm sh I'm showing. I'm shutting my cereal box right now, so it's gonna be <laughs> loud. But I'm here. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so in August, um, I rescued two baby kittens, uh, that I found in the back of my place of employment, um, in a crate, um, they had inside? just, uh, outside, um, they had just opened their eyes and, uh, someone said that they had seen a third, but they couldn't find the third. Oh, right. So the two got adopted, taken home, blah, blah, blah. They live happily with another cat that I rescued or helped rescue earlier this year. Damn, Jackie. Um, yeah, love rescuing cats. Probably my favorite thing in the world to do, apparently. Um, <laughs> so uh, in September, I saw the other baby. In the and, wild. Yeah, he lived in this massive pile of spools with uh, a mama cat. Don't know if it was his mom. Um, or not, or if the mom was just like, like yo, you look lonely af, you need a hand. <laughs> right. Um, but, so I've been feeding them uh, since then. I'm watering them, and I mean, I, I've, like, paid people to, like, come and feed them on the weekends, because I live an hour away, like, cats have been my life. They, everyone called them my spool cats, like, anyways. Aww. Yeah. So about three weeks ago, the mom disappeared. Not sure where she's at. No. Haven't seen her heads or tails. Um, I think the baby's probably about six months old now. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, 
Yeah. And so when I stopped seeing the mom, I was like, oh, she probably hit that age where she was like, all right, you're old enough. You're fine. Good luck. Leave the nest, you know, but she left the nest. I can hope. I can't think of negative things right now. <laughs> um, but uh, and so last week they were like, hey, um, we have to get rid of literally every spool on site, like every empty spool, which is where my cat lived. <laughs> <laughs> so me and a bunch of the engineers started panicking and um, one of them brought in a raccoon trap and today my little baby fell for the trap Aww. and she is currently in my bathroom living it up <gasps> um yeah do you have a photo i do i have a I couple. remember seeing a picture of the spool cats on mm -hmm. spools. On spools. Yes. On said spools. <laughs> In spool. Um, oh my her, God. She is like. Her name. Oh, she is a girl. Yes. Confirmed girl, I'm pretty sure. Can confirm. Um, uh, she has an appointment on Friday to get. Oh, Sif. Um, sorry. <laughs> hey, dude. The other most heartwarming story of the year. <laughs> I know, right? Um. <laughs> Um, she doesn't have a name yet. Well, okay, I picked out a name, whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. and it was for a boy or a, or a girl. For those of you that don't know, my chubby tuxedo cat's name is Boris Karloff. Yeah, buddy. Um, so if Eric allows it, I will name this little baby Bela Lugosi. Oh, <laughs> and he or she, pretty sure it's a girl, will, will be named after Dracula. Oh. Bailey's she's cute. the cutest i can't with her like so everyone was like don't take her out of the cage also the first three pictures i'm gonna send to the group chat are very like myspace um yeah love it but uh just forgive me i was very I nervous die hard but she, let, she let me hold her already so Aww. six pictures incoming <laughs> oh hell yeah i'm ready the first picture you're going to see is uh, I was holding her and I realized she was purring <laughs> and immediately panicked because I was like, oh, my God, she loves me. <laughs> You've been chosen. So, oh, yeah, she's super cute. She's oh, look very at that happy. Face. <laughs> look at um, your face when you realize she was purring. <laughs> She does have a little bit of a fight club nose because when we first got her inside the building, she started uh, like battering her head against Honey. every wall trying to escape. Um, she's just very scared. <laughs> fight club um, nose. <laughs> but yes, that's my new baby. Hopefully. I need a lot of positive thoughts. Um, she has not been tested, obviously, for FIV. Um which is cat aids. Um, but she has an appointment Friday to get all that looked at and all that jazz to confirm she's a girl. Like I said, her name is uh, gender neutral, so it doesn't matter either way um, for me. But um, but yeah, I'm very... It's like the most rewarding thing to have. And it, it sucked, too. I made the shittiest decision through all of it. Well, I don't think it's shitty. Fuck everybody. I deserve a little happiness. But um, this lady was like, had just seen the cat yesterday right not like i've been feeding it for you know since it was born or anything but whatever <laughs> but she was like oh my gosh my cat just passed away 
earlier this year and we want one so bad. And if you don't have a home for that one, you know, we would just really love her. And all day I was like, oh God, I'm going to be that person. Like, I'm going to give her this cat that I've like raised and like that I love, you know? Yeah. Sorry, lady. Or they could go to a shelter. <laughs> well, and I was like, so many fucking cats I need adopted. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was like, I was like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but like literally I, this is the fourth cat I've rescued. So if you just wait a little while, I'm sure one will pop up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry if you're attached, but I am more attached, I assure you. <laughs> so I'm sorry that I came out to be a little bit of a dick, but I'm the winner. <laughs> I won. Did you hear her yeah. purr? I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I didn't want to take her out of the cage because i was nervous that she would bolt like everyone was like even the lady on the phone was like don't keep her in a room where she can get out at all like keep her in that cage five ever for like two weeks under strict evaluation like, yeah and i was like oh god oh no but literally like i was like i'm gonna put a blanket in this cage and this lady is gonna have to fucking deal with it mm -hmm. she doesn't know my life oh this lady being <laughs> but like so i did tank? yeah okay <laughs> okay she knows everything a vet knows everything but uh but spoiler alert i took her out and she purred in my arms and kissed my face so uh, that's <laughs> so fucking cute i want a cat they're the best spoiler alert. my my queen of my cat army um boris accidentally did not come into contact with her like they were because they can they get it from contact so but he snuck in to, she's in my mother's bathroom right now, because um, it's the most sectioned off room of the house. Does your mother know that? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, believe <laughs> it or not. She, she was like, was like, I'm going to save this cat today. The spools, spool cats. And she was like, and we're taking it home. And I was like, oh, she was like, good. Yay. <laughs> she's in love already. She has to hold her. It's very cute. She didn't even Aww. like Boris that much. Sorry, my dude. Um, <laughs> but uh, is a full grown cat. That's like the only sad thing. Like, I fucking love kittens. I I love my cats, but like kittens are tiny and they soft. See, I'm like, I mean, I love all cats, whatever age. But like, I've always been more of a like, I want to adopt older cats. But with Boris, because he's so aggressive and like controlling and hateful, I was like, I need the tiniest little thing preferably a girl just so he can be like oh my god and he was so in love already Aww. he was so pissed at me because i would not let him get like closer i was like mm -hmm. holding him under his front arm and he was just like wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and the little kitten was like just staring wide-eyed at him he knows i'm talking about him he's like yeah you fucking bitch didn't like see the fucking kitten if That's she, baby. if the new kitten is going to be as vocal as Boris, you're in for some hilarious trouble. <laughs> We're going to have to make a whole, to each other. oh yeah. They get their own podcast. Oh, I can't wait for them to start chirping at each other when they like oh start God. having conversations that aren't for you. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat well, language? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, so cats please. don't meow naturally. <laughs> They've learned it from being domesticated from, wait, by humans. What? True yeah. fact. They're, They're trying to imitating. mimic their voice. Mm -hmm. What do they sound like when they're talking to each other? They like Ooh. chirp. So it sounds... I'm sorry. It sounds a little bit like this. 
Or they'll they'll add little like not my cats. My cats eat that. Violet's good at that. Whoa. I've never had more than one cat in my house at a time. Mari, do you want a cat? Yes. No. She's still laying down. She didn't even look up. She's like, I am baby. No. Oh, we bought her. Oh, my God. We bought her a Frisbee over the weekend. <laughs> it's shredded already. I'm pissed. Oh, no. I don't know if we need to start buying, like, this, like a super cheap pack of, like, I don't know regular frisbees or invest in like a super strong one but she loses her shit over them and it's a goner you know what does span time though Ooh, tell me um that new fucking grape seed oh, okay from oh. our kidding and grooming <laughs> okay okay I, okay i'm no. so excited go no. off go no. off. no no you go off oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> i, I want to go off <laughs> everyone go off um, no, seriously, like, this morning, I was leaving the house, and I was running late, I was like, don't have time for coffee, like, it's time to go, like, I have to leave right fucking now, and I literally, like, hit the door and had to turn around, because I forgot to put my freaking grapeseed oil balm, or whatever it's called, on my fucking face, which has never been dry, ever in my however long i've been alive existence years close to 30 <laughs> close to 30 whole years never had a dry my face my favorite violetism is that she genuinely forgets how old she is no never clue. knows never literally knows. was told yesterday have no fucking clue 29 28 27 20, 28 you're still 24 <laughs> 13 oh. 24 to be young again I do have the brain of like a 13-year-old and a 4-year-old and a 57-year-old. Very odd. Um anyways, um <laughs> I've never had dry skin ever and now all of a sudden I got my period uh 3 days ago uh and like right before I got my like pre-period breakout. Super fun. Love that. My whole chin felt like it was on fucking fire, but it started drying out because I'm a picker and I know it's bad for your skin. Anyways, I'm seriously so hooked on this stuff. A hundred percent says to not put on your lips. Do not eat this one. Oh my god, yes. I that's the first thing I did. I was like, it smells so good, it's so soft. I smacked it on my lips, and Allie was like, it's great for your skin and hair. And I was like, she didn't say <laughs> lips, but yeah, I don't yeah. care. Just don't ingest it. Yeah, Love it. don't do it. Um, put on um, your lips, though. It's really good for it. It helps, makes it soft. And, and that's soft. I'm, yeah. I haven't put it in my hair yet, but I was really impressed when I opened it up. First of all, I didn't know we were getting it, so it was like, oh, me neither. A package. What? Ah, and I freaked out, and then I saw, uh, they sent us the, uh, new travel size matte pomades and clay pomades from, uh, Arcadian, and John was super stoked because we're about to you know, fly back to Tennessee for the holidays, and he's like, yeah, I get to take it, because it's the cutest little jar you've ever seen. So he's stoked about that. It's so squat. I love it. It's, yeah, it's, I don't even know where they find those jars. What do you even Google to find that type of jar? I don't know, but I love Squatty it so much. jar. Squat. Face. <laughs> Squatty jar. Um, and he smelled the grapeseed oil, and he, or grapeseed stuff, and then he was like, ooh, and I was like, yeah, you don't get this. I get this one. This one's for me. And I've claimed it ever since. 
I was really impressed when I opened it up and it looked like it looks like kind of little seeds, but it's not little seeds, I don't think. It melts. It does. And it is not like your body temperature. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Um I have eczema on my hands. Not everything from Arcadian or Blank State Labs cures eczema, but hey, who am I to say it didn't work for me or or it did work for me? I put um the grapeseed stuff on my hands and then put Vaseline on top and then put my gloves on for the night. And I woke up and it's a fucking baby's bum. Yes. That's it. I'm very excited. I love it. Thank you so much for sending us those. Um, Eric down the alley at Arcadian grooming. Yep. Dot com. At Arcadian official <laughs> on Instagram. That's right. And you can ArcadianGrooming.com. Yeah. Don't get them mixed up. Uh, you can use code MURDERBLOWS and get 15% off. Uh, if you want to see all three of those products in action, I yeah. actually tested them in my last Vlogmas video, day three. Do it! On my YouTube channel. I so, loved it. It was fun. I love pomade. I'm going to do some crazy shit. <laughs> I haven't put it in my hair, mainly because my hair reacts to things so weirdly and I'm kind of scared about it. But... You used the matte pomade on your front little bang pieces, right? I used the pom- yeah, the pomade on my bangs and then the clay paste on my uh, that was hilarious. Yeah. She put she's got the cute like straight across bangs that I've always wanted and can never have cuz my calyx. But you put the clay pomade on your bangs, right? And you're like, "I'm going to mm-hmm. see if they stood straight up." <laughs> like 2 seconds of you rubbing it into the roots, it stood straight up. And you're like, it "What?" Was- boss it's so so much fucking volume i only wash my hair once a week as well because i have very bright colored hair and that shit fades so fast so uh when i woke up this morning i just put a little bit of heat on my bangs which still have the product in it yeah and it was like okay i'm gonna lay down now and i was like what the fuck this is amazing (laughs) i'll have to try it. it i'm gonna try it fine fine i'll try it just like the tiniest of tiny bits and a little bit of heat. And I think you could even um, put a little bit of water in it to make it like more thin. Yeah. Thin it out. If you don't want standy up banks. Like also, it. with the grapeseed balm stuff, I butchered my hair with a lot of bleach and uh, bad coloring and all that jazz when I went through like a, another midlife crisis and um, pre midlife crisis, whatever. And uh, so I got most of it cut off, but there's like one little tuft that's still like hella dry and it fries all the time. Um, and I put that on it this morning and it looked like the rest of my hair, which it has never done. So cool. Yeah. Seriously, like, oh, such great products. Can't even can't get enough of them. They've been when with us done... since day one. When you're done yeah. taking care of your hair, though, you can take care of your body with Blank Slate Labs. Woo. They've got a sweet and salty, a sweet, sweet, salty. Oh, I tried to be like, they've got a sweet, sweet and salty scrub. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> it is, though. It is sweet. It is salty. It is a scrub. It is amazing for your skin. It leaves my, my leggies feel so moisturized. You don't even need the grapeseed balm after that. But, you know, why would you not double moisturize? Uh-huh. I don't know. And then the lip scrub as well, which tastes phenomenal. I mean, <clears throat> is great. For scrubbing off your chap lips. So, those products are available at blankslatelabs.com. Check them out, blankslatelabs on Instagram, and Murder Blows works for 15% off there as well. Woo! Woo! 
Boom. I'm sad because Jeremiah touched the the grapeseed balm before I did, and he was like, I want to keep this for my beard. And he never puts anything in his beard. And I was like, absolutely, honey. You can have this product. Oh. Now. No. I'm like, don't you want the conditioning cream? Just <laughs> dangle it in front of him. <laughs> what if you use this one instead so I can have that one? <laughs> Who's weak is it? I'm going to be totally honest. I'm spacing right now. I'm Hi, on it's my baby kitten heaven. Ooh. Guess who's back? Boo! Back again. Ooh. Sasha remembered Tuesday after work that it was her week today. <gasps> oh. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because Christmas murder is apparently very easy to come by. Whoa. I totally forgot it was Christmas season. <laughs> um, Ooh. Um, so I picked this case not I mean I was looking for I honestly didn't want to do a murder but it's been so long since we did murder that I was like we should probably do murder again. Sure. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know. Murder does blow, after all. Uh, and I was looking for, like, crazy weird crimes that happened on Christmas. Like, people just going fucking nutso. Yeah. I found uh, one lady. She asked her husband to get her a beer, and he said no. So she stabbed him 11 times with the pointy end of a squirrel statue. Like the tail? Yeah. Oh. She, he lived. It's fine. Um, Is it? Very interesting. Uh, and then there was a case in Russia where there was, like, a beloved reindeer that would give the children rides, and he went missing and was never seen again. And the reindeer people were like, I'm pretty sure he was hunted because you couldn't have sold him. Like, who would just steal a fucking reindeer? They said, like, reindeer aren't, like, high commodities or anything. So that someone probably ate the beloved reindeer in Russia. Whoa. But yeah, no, pick this case because it's kind of a couple of firsts. We're going to see um, one of the first viral social media campaigns to find someone that was missing. Um, also going to see a reenactment being like used as popular television to get uh, calls, calls and tips. Um, I know that Unsolved Mysteries have been doing that for like ever. But, like, this was, like, a right-now type of situation, so that was very interesting. And then uh, an ad campaign. The So the police actually paid money at, at one point to get, like, a viral ad campaign going to find more information. So that's why I picked this case. It's pretty interesting, I hope. Um, before I forget, my sources were crimeandinvestigation.co.uk. And encyclopedia, or not encyclopedia, the encyclopedia of the web, Wikipedia. <laughs> They're great. Are we ready? Yeah, buddy. All right. So today we are going to learn about Joanna Claire Yates, who was born on April 19th, 1985. Forgot that one. Also picked her because she has the same birthday as me. <gasps> Wait, uh, when was not it? year. 419-1985. So I was born. 419. <laughs> April 19th. I know, but it took my brain a second to be like, force April. It is. April 19th in 1985. Um, so she grew up pretty normally, grew up to be a landscape architect, very successful, worked at a lot of big companies, uh, met her partner Reardon, is his name, uh, and moved into a flat in Clifton, which is a suburb of Bristol in the UK. So 
Love it. Super fucking normal. However, on December 17th in 2010, when she was 25 years old, Joanna went to visit some friends, uh, but headed home from the pub around 8 p.m. very responsibly uh, and began the walk to her uh, the walk to her house, which was about 30 minutes. Uh-oh. But she was uh, seen on CCTV stopping by a supermarket. Uh, didn't buy anything, which was weird. But hey, I, I get anxiety attacks in <laughs> stores as well. Have to pull over. <laughs> yes. Uh, then she stops by a convenience store to buy a pizza, which, brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. And then later buys a couple of bottles of cider. On her walk, she calls her best friend. She told her that she was super sad to be spending the weekend alone, Hmm. which was the first time she'd ever spent alone in the flat without her partner. And then they made plans to meet up on Christmas Eve. Oof. Her partner, Reardon, had gone to visit some friends in Sheffield, which is about four hours away by train, uh, for the weekend. And he returned to their flat on December 19th, 2010. He'd expected to see Joanna when he got home, but she wasn't responding to calls or texts. So he's freaking out. Mm -hmm. When he gets home, he notices that the cat was super neglected. uh, And then he tries to call her phone again, and it rings from inside the pocket of her jacket, which was in the apartment. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know why there was such a big time difference, but he reports her missing... Um, actually, I don't know what time he got home, so that maybe not, not might not be weird. He reports her missing around midnight. The same so, night? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the cool thing where friends and family start launching a social media campaign, one of the first of its kind to find Joanna, so they are, you know, cross-posting, creating Facebook groups, like, very, very very new kind of things. I mean, I think I switched to Facebook in 2006 because I was going to college and it was the college social media platform. Right. Um, you said this was 2010? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. That's when I definitely used groups and stuff for, like, my school projects and stuff. So right. Facebook really got features at that point and it was less just <laughs> talking into space. Uh, which I remember being my chief complaint about Facebook at this time. <laughs> anyway, enough history of Facebook. Um, the police concurrently launched a massive investigation that they called Operation Braid. Not sure why. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> it is the operation name. Unfortunately, her body was found by a couple taking a walk on Christmas Day, oh. about three miles from her home. She was fully clothed, with the exception of one gray sock. Uh, she was found near a quarry uh, in a place called Fayland, I believe. Sorry, British listeners. I think I got that one right. Um, whew. I'm sorry. Like, every time I've been to a quarry, I've had a good time. But they're not a good time. Stay away. Nothing good can happen at a quarry. I know. Every time I've been to a quarry, I've had a, bad, a good time, too. Great I know. Time. But, like... <laughs> don't I mean, she didn't choose to go there well no later. that's true I she was like... long since dead at this point uh, uh sorry about that be careful uh, of course <laughs> yeah uh so 
Interestingly enough, we give police typically a lot of shit here because they don't do what they should do. Well, we think we should do because we know everything about true crime, right? Right. Um, But here, the first thing they did was start comparing the case to other unsolved cases. And (gasps) found, like, a lot of matches where, like, similar things had happened. Genius. um, But they weren't able to come to any definitive conclusions, so. I wonder, do they have VICAP in the UK? What's that? That's the system, at least they use in America, where you can type in, like, police... Detectives can type in and be like, hey, we have these and these, these details on a case. What's it like out there in the world? And they can, like, compare cases. Yeah. I love that. Terrifying, but I love it. It's kind of like that app where you, like, type in what you have in your refrigerator and it tells you what meals you can make with it. Oh, I've never heard of that, but I should. Wait, that was my million dollar idea. (laughs) Damn it. Oh, shit. It's already a thing. Sorry. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) Yeah. There's also one where you can type in your, like, grocery shopping budget and uh, your, like, food restrictions and stuff and allergies, and it'll show you what you That's can. That's tight. So it looks I like that one. VICAP is only for the FBI, which is obviously just in the States. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. That's so interesting. Okay, sorry. UK, get that. on it. The F- that shows a lot of really cool things, though, because the FBI and the police are the... The two in the 70s and 80s that wouldn't work together, right? And then now we can see, like, they've got all this technology. Yeah. That's why it was so it was so groundbreaking when it came out, because people were like, oh, this isn't a pissing contest about jurisdiction? <laughs> so weird. Whoa. Imagine that we need to help people. Oof. Um, sweet. So they didn't find anything definitive. Um, the second thing they did was reviewed the closed caption television footage on the bridge that connected the flat to where her body was found. So I know that one of the first things that people notice when they travel outside the country is the amount of security cameras everywhere else in the world. Ooh. Um, like in Asia and Africa, like you were always being watched unless you were like inside a building that is like a personal building, like a hotel. Um, even so, then, <laughs> who knows? Who's to say? I think Americans are a little shocked at the surveillance in other parts of the world, but I'm in the camp that if you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have anything to hide, and we're not necessarily guaranteed privacy if we're out in public. So, you know, true. That's something to consider because they were able to review the camera footage. Um, it was actually a little too dark to see anything. And there was a second bridge a little bit out of the way with no surveillance that they're pretty sure the person used to dump the body. Because it's smart, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mad about I'm it. I'm about to see that it's not smart at all, but it is very interesting. Oh, okay. Um, so the postmortem examination showed that she died of strangulation, but the police had originally thought she had frozen to death. Um... Both of those are bad, but I think freezing to the is fucking awful, so I don't know. A little bit of positivity there. Um, but also, interestingly enough, it took them seven days to examine the body. Like, not counting holidays. <laughs> so, like, they released the body by New Year's Eve, which, like, significantly delayed the funeral, so her family was, like, real fucking upset. Um, on December 30th, so the day before the body was even done being looked at, uh, Christopher Jeffries, who is 
or I guess was Joanna's landlord was actually arrested and kept for questioning for four days. That's super important because typically there is a statute of limitations on like how long you can keep someone for questioning and a judge had to grant three extensions to be able to keep him that long. He was released four days after though, or after all the questioning, uh, on bail. Mm, sorry. It's it's okay. This one's okay. Okay. Um, so Getting heated. 2010, you know, keep keep the 2010 in your mind, like 10 years ago, like news inundation was like a lot especially because of things like facebook like older people didn't get on myspace as much but like for some reason loved facebook so the news sharing was like crazy um and so the media went crazy when jeffries was arrested uh and ended up making a bunch of crazy claims that weren't true and he was actually able to sue them for libel uh and the police had to ban certain news teams from attending any more fucking press conferences. Uh, so, you know, just mm. make sure you're reporting responsibly. I guess that's something for us, right? <laughs> <sighs> anyway. So, I just... Go ahead. Is this an okay boomer moment? <laughs> oh, for me? Reporting responsibly? No, no, no. For all these people just, like, sharing nonsense. Yeah. False news. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah. Gross. Okay, anyways, carry on. You know, I misspoke. They applied for extensions for up to four days, but they only kept him two days. But he spent December 31st and the 1st of January in jail. So, Happy New Year to you, sir. <laughs> um, sorry about that. A little cardboard correction there for y'all. So on the 18th of January, they decided to film a reenactment of Joanna's disappearance. The news covered this, and for some reason, that news coverage triggered over 300 tips in the 24 hours after the filming. Some of those tips and a plea from Joanna's parents on Crime Watch led to the arrest of a Dutch engineer by the name of Vincent Tabek, who actually lived next door to Joanna and Reardon with his girlfriend. Oh, okay. The police were so worried about the media coverage, like what happened to Jeffries, that they actually scaffolded her apartment off and, like, snuck into Tabek's apartment to search it so no one would knew what they were doing seems dramatic it does (laughs) (laughs) um they also searched a nearby home of a friend who he was believed to be staying with over the new year's holidays uh he had apparently been ruled out during the earlier stages of the investigation as someone who was of interest and went to go visit a friend after christmas and through the the holidays uh the new year's holidays wait so he became a person of interest and he was like i'm gonna go see my friend well he became a person of interest they were like no you're cool so he went on vacation came back and got arrested i see i see so tabic was actually questioned for 96 hours not jeffries jeffries was only questioned for two days um and he was charged on the 22nd of january with the murder of joanna he said 
that <sighs> this is what he claims happened. I fucking hate it. He claims that Joanna came home and saw him on her way to her flat and he she threw a flirty comment at him and invited him in for a drink. <laughs> he attempted to kiss her. She rejected the kiss and started screaming so he says he gently covered her mouth and held the back of her head and she died uh no that's not how that works no it sure isn't oh yeah um, that, that that checks out oh yeah tell me <laughs> you know sometimes i uh yawn and cover my mouth and accidentally die all the time while Literally. i'm holding the nape of my neck yep <laughs> Sometimes I also feel like I'm drowning in bullshit. <laughs> That's going to kill me. Homeboy. Uh, that confession... I don't know why I'm talking to him. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. His confession didn't come until February 8th. And before then, he maintained that he was innocent and that corrupt officials were fucking with the DNA and saying that he did it. So there is a DNA link between Tabak and the DNA found on Joanna's body. Uh-oh. The thing that's weird about this, and I think this goes into what I was saying earlier about, like, the advances in DNA testing, was that they have found another way to test it when the DNA isn't, like, all the way clear. Mm-hmm. They can test it to a point where they can't tell you what body fluid it came from, but they can tell you without a doubt that if it were to match anyone else, it would be a miracle. So that's pretty nifty. Interesting. Yep. So fuck that guy. I'm not even going to tell you his backstory because he's a piece of shit. Um, he did not request bail, stayed in prison, and he was removed from his initial placement because people were threatening his life, as they should, and was placed under suicide watch at a second location. Uh, luckily his family and friends decided to raise money for his court defense, which they didn't need because on May 5th, 2011, Tabak pleaded guilty to the manslaughter, but denied murdering her because he gently covered her mouth. Uh, on September 20th, he went to court, a pretrial hearing, and... Uh, the judge was like, mm, not going to take the manslaughter thing. Thank you so much for offering. And then in October 4th, he did try to put in the manslaughter um, plea. And the judge was like, mm, no, thank you. I told you we weren't doing this. Uh, Tabak claimed that the crimes had not been sexually motivated. But after the jury deliberated on October 26th, they returned two days later, and said by majority, 10 to 2, it was murder, and uh, jailed for life, which is weird. I don't know if we do this in the States. Actually, I should know this. I'm a true crime expert, uh, but they give them, like, a minimum of 20 years, so. Wait. He, wait. Did he get life, or did he get 20 years? He's got life, but he has to serve at least 20 years. Yes. That is a thing that does happen in the States. Okay. And that's before he can start asking to get out. Mm-hmm. Appeals. Got it. Yeah. The justice, Mr. Justice Field, uh, referred to a sexual element in the killing, 
because during the investigation, now this information was not shared with the jury until afterwards, um, during the investigation, police determined that Tabak was a connoisseur of violent pornography uh, that depicted men controlling women, bounding, binding them and gagging them, holding them by the neck and being choked. Ugh. They didn't share this information because they didn't think that it would sway the jury one way or the other. But the thing that was fucked up was that one of the, like, one of the things that he had saved was a scene where there was, like, a woman in a pink top that had been, like, forced to expose her chest. And that is how Joanna was discovered. Like, arranged in that way. Uh, I'm upset. Yeah. In December of 2013... The police additionally announced that they would be trying Tabak for possession of pornographic images of children. Uh, it's just one thing after another with this guy, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck this guy. Ugh. I feel bad for his girlfriend. Um, does he still have a girlfriend? Hopefully not. It does not say anything about that. Hopefully she got another plot. Somebody else. Yes. Um... In March of 2015, he pleaded guilty to possessing more than 100 indecent images of children, but he was only sentenced to 10 months in prison, which they were going to run concurrently with his existing life sentence, so no big deal. (sighs) (laughs) He sucks. They suck. They all suck. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Um... I don't know if this is a positive or a negative, but this case was uh, part of the reason a bill was passed that imposed the sentence of six-month imprisonment for any journalist who names an uncharged suspect. Well, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, and then... Yeah. That's a whole bunch of shit about Jeffries being pissed, but I'm like, you're not the, you're not the victim here. Yeah. So, super <laughs> unfortunate... Uh, that that happened. I now hate the idea of staying home alone. And uh, <laughs> men suck. So, thanks. Ugh. I mean... I don't know. <laughs> right? It's just but... one of those cases where I'm glad it got solved. We don't always get that, but it's like, I wish... obviously wish it never happened. Yeah. I just... That's the, and then you get to the whole like, all I can think about besides the victim is like the sentencing, and when you sentence someone for so many like, you hear people at least in the states getting two to three life sentences, or like a hundred years, and then they serve twenty, and then they're up for an appeal, or they can. <sighs> I like that Chicago Ripper guy who was like sentenced to death, and then, uh. They changed the death penalty, so, like, he's, like, out and roaming around now. Oh, my God. Ugh. I hate it. I I can't believe that he, like, pled, like, he was guilty of manslaughter, but not murder. I like that the judge was like, no, fuck you. You laid hands (laughs) on her and killed her. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how how do you try and, like, you can't. There's certain things that, yeah, people say, and you're just like, this is just hurting you more. Like, you know, at this point, you could tell me something way more outrageous, and it would be way more believable. Like, if you were like, my friend, like, 
bumped my elbow or like I sneezed and like struck her in the face and her like nose bone pushed into her brain and killed. You know what I mean? Like that sounds more believable than I put my hand gently over her mouth so she'd stop screaming. Which That's one? So the, the he Big used no-no. the word creepy. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. the word gently. That's so creepy. That's yeah. what I meant. Like, <laughs> where's the logic there, my dude? I said what I said and I meant it. <laughs> I meant it. He, yeah, he might as well have just. I mean, literally, almost any other story would have sounded better farcical i just want to know farcical where people were i guess it was like eight o'clock at night and it's winter and it's dark i get it but you're in a place with multiple tenants like she screamed no one did anything he killed her no one did anything he had to have moved her body outside of her flat and into his dude it's the bystander effect it's the kitty genovese thing Where you're just like, I A, I don't want to get involved, or B, somebody else must have heard it. Somebody else is going to take care of it. I don't need to clog up the phone lines, because mm-hmm. other people must be hearing it, too. It's wild, because, like, I don't know. How do you get the bystander effect? You know, like, it, it's just like... You would never do that. No, <laughs> Violet's like, I'm it. always here ready to go. Did you say I guess- hatchet? I got two. Well, and, like, I mean, so I deal with some, like, pretty intense stuff at work from time to time. And, like, even in situations where I'm, like, I'm not qualified for this. Like, I don't really know how to handle this. Like, I feel compelled to do something. Like, uh, a guy at work had a seizure the other day. And I was, like, shit, "Shit, what do I do? And, my like, my boss was just, like, trying to ask him questions. And so me and this other girl were, like, move. Can't answer your questions right now, homie. Yeah. And, like. Like, all I could really do was, like, put my jacket under his head and, like, try and, like, keep talking to him. And, like, you know, like, even though they can't hear you, they're having a seizure. Like, you still want to, like, you know, be, like, focus on your breathing. Like, uh, stay focused on me. Like, don't close your eyes. Like, his face is, you know, like. Yeah. I just don't understand. I get, like, freezing up. But, like, when you hear screaming. But, I mean, that's not. I feel like anyone that's as involved in true crime as we are isn't going to think that way. Like, I don't know. And that That's well, we not true. We've because... about bystander effect. And, like, we, like, I know there have been times where I've heard something and I was like, not my circus, not my monkeys. And then I was like, wait, no, someone probably needs help. And I would, like, pop back out. Like, I've had to talk myself through it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I always get weirded out when, like, when I was, like, 16, I saw this woman, like, punching the shit out of her kid. Like, five-year-old kid. Like, oh, punching. No. Uh, in the backseat of a car. And I was like, is everything okay? And she started cussing me out. And I immediately, like, dipped down into my car. Got my hatchet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and called 911. You know, like, there are situations where... Like, it are definitely intimidating like i never want to fuck with moms uh even if they are pieces of shit like you know (laughs) just that's a whole bag of juju that (laughs) yeah right uh i know i i preach the hatchet pretty hard but like i mean it you never know who has a gun really you know yeah no i mean Um, i carry pepper spray around i am playing no fucking games though i am supposed to test it annually but i am terrified 
to spray that anywhere. Just outside. No one around. Violet. Spray it at the ground, and I'm like, mm. but yeah, no, I I understand that like situations like that are like scary, but definitely if you hear like screaming, uh, like just preemptive strike, my dudes. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't take that much to. I mean, you don't have to jam yourself in this situation. You know, there you can call the police and be like, "Look, I heard this. It's wild. Go check it out, like now." You know. Yeah. And the more people that call, the more likely they are to patrol the area more frequently. So. Yeah, don't all this do like that. tying up the phones. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, it's super important. I like if you don't report it, they'll never know. Frankly, so. Yeah. Could uh, you imagine too? Like my worst nightmare is, like. You know, seeing something and being like, oh, it's probably nothing. And then the next day being like, woman mm-hmm. murdered and raped and, and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, like, you don't want to, I'm telling you, that's way worse than, like, getting involved. Promise. 10 out of 10. Doesn't matter how early you gotta get up for work in the morning. Like, you don't want to live with that on your conscience. I assure you. Don't be that lady in the in the pickup truck with her husband. In my survivor story of yes. Jennifer As Benson and the lady like made her oh. husband drive away. They're probably divorced now. I oh, for sure. I would have divorced her. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Be the guy. Be the guy in the truck for once. <laughs> That's all. That's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So but here's the other thing. The other two. Th- Here's what. These are the things that bother me. Yeah, yeah. Love. Ready. Someone had to have seen him walk out of his apartment with a suitcase. A suitcase containing a dead body. Obviously assuming that he's going on vacation. He dumps the body and then returns to his apartment. I would be so suspicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Anytime. to the body with the suitcase. Or the apartment with the suitcase. Because they never found the suitcase. But it's like. Ew. Anytime then, someone's lugging anything around at night, red flag. Super red flag. Except for me, I leave at night a lot. <laughs> well, if you see a girl with pink hair and bangs, don't call about her. She's fine. <laughs> Unless she returns. Me, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just... How would you not... I don't know. He then returns to his home country to celebrate New Year's with his family hey what have you been up to <laughs> oh you I'm know murderer. murdering i just pressed my hand gently over a woman's mouth and held it at the back of her head and just checked out it. don't understand totally not guilty at all oh, God. okay i don't know like i'm more frustrated about this case talking about it than i did reading about it well, yeah, because you got us to bounce off of. Yeah, all this energy is chaotic. You know we're going to bounce back. Yes. You better believe that. Right, Mary? Um, <laughs> so don't invite anyone into your home. <laughs> and you have flat. Like, unless it's, like, people I know, no, no, like, super no, like, you guys. Super no. I don't no. invite anyone into my house unless Jeremiah is there. One time, his uncle came to stay with us, and I was like, you have to be home. <laughs> like, I mean, good call, honestly. Don't know his uncle. I'm sure he's a good guy. Sure he's uh, great. Well, that's like, too, like, when you're in a, a foreign place, or even, like, a place you know, like, 
Um, I mean, I've lived in the Nashville area for like the better part of my life, I'd say. Um, uh, maybe not the best part, but just, you know, anyways. Um, <laughs> um, but my thing was like, and this is very like convention uh, centric, I guess, but my friends would have all the problems in the world with just feeling the need to bring friends that they've made back to their hotel room or our hotel room without letting anyone know. So Ew. there would be moments where like I would walk in and there was like three dudes just like sitting on the bed that I like slept on or like near my suitcase or like using my hairbrush. You know what I mean? Or like drinking my booze. Mm, the last one, the second to last one's not the same thing. <laughs> what brushing their using my hair? Yeah, mask? super weird, right? Yeah, very true weird. story. True story has happened to me, but like that's my thing is like it was such a disorienting moment. Even though there were like five of us girls, like just because you outnumber them doesn't mean shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know, and I I remember like always just. Never walking in and being like, oh, this is fine. This is just swell. I was like, let me fucking handle this right now. <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, please be careful about who you bring anywhere with you if you don't know them. You know, like. Ugh. Big ugh. Ugh. Well, we're all partnered off, so that's helpful for yeah. us. Yeah. Partner um, backup for safety. Yeah. For real. Ladies travel in packs. That's why you go to the bathroom together. Hatchets. Guys are like, why do you go to the bathroom together? We need to tell secrets. No. <laughs> no, we're going to She gonna goes plan. in. I've got her sex with Mace. Dude. <laughs> My guy. I, I don't know. start carrying a nightstick. Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> you need a you know, like you need to get some car hearts or something if you gotta have all those tools on you all the time. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine how cool that would look if like fucking we're yeah, at, <laughs> we're at a con and like someone was like bothering Sasha or like magical goo jelly, and I was just like, bro, back it up, and like just whipped out a nice stick. I just you need to have a belt though. I need you to have a utilitarian, maybe oh, no. a vest, fanny pack. No, you can't fit all of your weapons in your fanny pack. <laughs> Violet. You can fit fanny pack. Yeah, you can fit your mace, maybe, but like, <laughs> you gotta have some holsters for that yeah. for that sheath. What about like an Indiana Jones satchel? That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. Um. Wow. Uh, I've got an idea this week. <gasps> Okay. Not so much advice, a little bit of advice, uh, and not so much what we like. Uh, but I keep seeing a lot of posts, and we've been talking about a lot on the podcast since Maisie's uh, Survivor episode. We've talked about it before, about like um, tips to uh, stay safe in uncomfortable situations. Or like if you follow us on Instagram, uh, we posted that thing about how like human traffickers will like zip tie your uh, windshield mm -hmm. wipers together. Um. And I was just wondering if anybody had any tips for people, not just women, but, like, anyone uh, traveling in unsafe uh, places or safe places. And, yeah. Does that make sense? 
I got you one. I saw this the other day. I'm Ooh. very interested to try it. Ooh. Yeah. If you have been, if your hands have been duct taped together, mm. it does not take all that much force to break them. All you need to do is pull them towards your body, like shove your elbows on either side of your body as hard as you can, and that that uh, impact will just pop it open. So. Oh, I see. Do not lose hope. Also, you can use your teeth to, I use te- my teeth to cut a tape all the time. So do that if you can. Um, but the worst thing you can do is stay controlled, um, because then you will die. <laughs> so, also crash your car. <laughs> have, have you guys heard that one? No. What if do you mean? Gets, if someone gets into the car with you, buckle your seatbelt, they're likely not going to do the same thing and crash into something. Oh, I fly see. fly out of the car. Interesting. You will likely survive. So, an option. Those are legit good ones. Don't panic. Just be aggressive. <laughs> I feel like I think aggressive. I feel like we see things like I've heard of the zip ties. I've heard of like a t-shirt on the windshield wipers. There's the thing going around um, about honey, like a bottle of honey upside down or like a water bottle upside down on top of your car. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it goes without being said, especially nowadays. But there's all of these type of ways that people will try to distract you so they can grab you. So as soon as you get to your car, get inside of it and lock those doors. You're not being impolite to anyone. It doesn't matter if anyone's around your car and they hear you lock the doors. Like, if they're not going to do anything to you, it shouldn't fucking matter. They shouldn't even bother. They won't even notice. Oh, yeah. It's I don't drive anymore. And it's... I don't know. It's still one of the things I think about. I walk to work a lot. So I have my over-the-ear headphones that I don't wear when I walk to work. But I have the in earbuds. And I usually have them in, but nothing's playing. So I can still listen to my surroundings, especially now because it's dark when I go in. And sometimes when I close, it's dark when I leave. Like so. Yeah. So keep your weapon handy if you're walking. keys between the knuckles man 2020 keys between between the knuckles knuckles. i mean if anyone comes into an uncomfortable distance of your personal space assume ill intent and go for it like you don't want to have right that moment where they have the upper hand and so like i just i'm walking through a dark i mean it's well lit it's a parking lot full of people but i have my pepper spray like in my hand and unlocked like i'm not here to play games my friends right and if someone comes up and is like, oh, I was just gonna, can I just ask it? No. Nope. No one needs to ask you anything. You don't owe anyone anything. You're just trying to get from point A to point B. Um, it's not a foolproof thing, but try to stay, like, on my route. There's a lot of side streets that don't have a lot of light, and I will never go down those side streets. I don't care. If, there's my main right house construction going on right now, so part of the sidewalk is closed off, but it's the most well lit, so I'll always go around it and kind of be in the road for a second. Because at least I'm under some streetlights. <sighs> the locking the doors thing also for your house and your garage. Like, shut the garage as soon as you get in. Just don't hang out in your car. Like, get there, get out, get into safety or into a building. Oh, my God. I spent um, so much time hanging out in my car in high school. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, you're a target. People can see you like a fishbowl. Yeah. Um, the other day, someone posted in the Nextdoor app that I'm now obsessed with. Oh, I'm so uh, scared to join it. Don't. 
uh, that someone just walked into her garage behind her and she was on her phone. She didn't <gasps> notice and she just looked up and there's a guy beside the passenger seat of her car. No! Not in it, but like on the outside. And she just yeah. said, I screamed at him until he went away and I'm like, what if he didn't? You oh. would be so dead. Fuck. So dead. No Wait, was noise. she on the, were they on the inside and the guy was on the outside? Yeah. Ooh, you turn you <laughs> you close that garage door, so it's just you two in there, but you're still in the car, and then you turn on the gas, and then there's carbon monoxide. Boom. <laughs> just <laughs> wait for it. Both people inside oh, the yeah. car and out. Mm. Mm. Oh. Probably first. So. Yeah, him definitely first, and then at least he's passed out. This is all hypothetical. This is not a real situation. <sighs> no. <laughs> Lock your doors. Um, also, if you do, uh, take my advice with the, uh, car machetes or bed, or car hatches and bedside machetes, um, keep your weapons, I keep a baseball bat, um, by my bedroom door, um, and then I keep some kind of stabbing mechanism by the front door, and then, uh, I keep my, obviously, my machete next to my bed, like, literally, if I cannot reach it in three seconds, it's not in the right spot, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a big thing. Like, uh, I get kind of lucky with people like coming to my front door because I have three dogs. So literally like people that walk by, I get alerted. And most commonly when people see the German shepherd, they're like, I'm out. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but like, I ensure that like, I don't really care what people think. Bless. There were two children at the door the other day. I had the German Shepherd in one hand and like the knife in the other, like behind the door, you know. <laughs> and children. then I went out. Yeah, they were delivering Christmas flowers from across the street. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had the knife behind my back. I was like, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, this is the sweetest. You're like, you never know. You could be a full round man. Yeah, well, exactly. Just keep your like like Sasha said, keep your weapons by you at all times, including your house, because I hate to break it to you, but like, I mean, we live in a pretty wild world and we have for a long time. So just be prepared for your situations. Um, or you could live in the woods like Cody. Yeah. <laughs> and people would be like, oh, forget it. We're, there's nothing out here. Sheesh. <laughs> so I'm still here. I know. Welcome back. And. I have to stay home alone tomorrow night, so I'm writing all of these down. Oh, my God. <laughs> or either that or you guys are, like, foreshadowing something. No, no we're not. Also, Cody, I'm not sure if this is true, but 911 reaches out even when you don't have signal. Hmm, good to know. Uh, I've done you that on also accident. Yeah. Also, if you have an old cell phone that doesn't have service anymore. It's still well, called 911. It's still called 911. Charge that sucker up a little bit. I yep. figure if I ever have to and I can't get to my phone, I'll just yell for Siri to do it. Ooh. Oh. You know what? Smart house is real. Smart house is real. <laughs> the lady from Married with Children and Sons of Anarchy is here to save us. Look at it. Um, Yeah, no, that's a great... I mean, technology scares the bejesus out of me, but like literally whatever works because what's the what's the killer gonna do or attacker gonna do? No, Siri, don't call the police. And oh, Siri's like, up. oh, Call the police faster? Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, and I will get, get a, a call. Screaming like, if you do hang up, I think they still have to come out and check. They do? They call you back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. we, we have people show up. Oh. Yeah. I've always, call, I've always had them call back, and then I'm like, oh, no, it was a mistake. 
Mm. And they're like, okay, cool. I did oh. it one day on accident because I wanted to test that theory about the not having signal. And I heard 911 and I was like, oh, no. And literally like 15 minutes later, a cop showed up. Nice. And okay. it was on my cell phone. Yeah, somebody Ooh. at work once accidentally called 911 because they were trying to dial 1919 and they thought they hung up like between the numbers, but they didn't. And 911 answered and they um, they were like, we have to send somebody out anyway. Hmm. So that makes me feel better. Also, 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 if you have to commute on foot or you're walking around and it's dark, there is an app called Noonlight. So it was called Safe Track before, but they've changed names. Um, it's on the front screen of my phone. Basically what it is, is when you open the app, it's a big button that just says hold until safe. So if you are like walking and you see somebody and you don't have a good feeling about it, you can hold this until you're in a spot where you feel okay. And then if you let go, nothing happens. But if you tap it, they, so, so this app will like contact the police for you or 911 and be like, Hey, what's going on? Are you in any trouble? And then they have like auto responses you can do if you're in a situation where you can't talk. Love it. Yeah, so that's called Noonlight, and you can put, like, like I have my partner's number in here, so it'll automatically alert him if I hold it and I'm not safe anymore, you know? So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, Noonlight is what it's called. It's free. Oh, why cool. Why not have it, you know? Right, right. If, when I'm walking, my phone is always either in my hand or in my hand in my pocket. So... Uh, Cody, do you have any tips? Because I think it would be cool if Sasha gave us a cool traveling safety uh, tip to round us out on the episode after this. So I'm just going to go with yell with Siri. Be- yell at Siri if you have <laughs> yell at because, I mean, I yell at her to play my music all the time, and she does it, so I trust her. <laughs> She's got my back. Look at that. Um, travel tip. Uh, Tell people where you're going. Yeah. I like people you trust. itinerary with my mom. I send her a picture of my passport in case mine gets stolen. That's a good idea. Um, so smart. Use a secure method of transmission to send a picture of your passport to someone you trust. Because if your passport and your identification get stolen, you have to go to, like, the U.S. Embassy and try to prove who you are without any identification. Um, what is an example picture, of a secure way to send that? Uh, you're going to want to do something like, um, there's an app called Remember. So, Remem and then B-E-A-R. And it allows you to store documents securely and then send a one-time link to someone to them. <gasps> um, it also stores your passwords. Uh, the link expires after 48 hours, so um, they would need to obviously save it to their device. But Right. Uh, Guys, just so, so yeah. you know, this is kind of what Sasha does. Like, this is part of her job. So it's, Mark like, legit things. <laughs> yeah. She's not yeah. just plugging out of her ass right now. No, you want to use a password manager. Uh, but this is a password manager and a document manager, so you can save, like, um, important numbers. I... Sometimes, if I need, if I know I'm going to need it, I don't always keep it in there because this number is super important. But if I know I'm going to need it, I put Jeremiah's social security number in there so I can't remember it for the life of me. Right. Um, but I do delete it when I don't need it. Just that if, because if someone were to crack my my one password, 
tool, it wouldn't be great. You can also use tools like LastPass, 1Password, um, things like that. I don't know about their document storage capabilities, however. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow, this is all good to know. Uh, make sure you do another travel tip. I hate this one, but make sure you do a lot of research about where you're going because the scams are really different. Um, oh. So, for example, I had no idea in Shanghai that there were, like, taxi drivers that would price gouge you. They're not actual taxi drivers. Um, they're people operating illegally. What? And so we're not even all the way through the airport. And this woman in, like, a business suit is like, oh, do you need a taxi? Perfect English. And we're like, no, we're going to ride the train. She's like, don't ride the train. It's awful. Take a taxi. I can show you. And I was like, I had luckily read about it. And I was like, mm, no, thank you, though. Um, you don't want to get into anything that's like an unmarked car unless you call on a rideshare app because you're going to get kidnapped and that's scary. Um, or you, you're going to lose a bunch of money. One of the two. Uh, Shit. In Japan, for example, don't go... Never in Japan is someone going to be standing outside trying to get you to come into their restaurant. Never going to happen. Or club. Um, or hostess bar, as they're called, where ladies are paid to take care of you. Um, because that doesn't happen. What those are are all scams uh, that <laughs> will put drugs in your drink, steal your credit card, and charge you like $4,000. So Whoa. that's a tip for Japan. Hey, that's those are all good things to not do. <laughs> yeah. We also um, split our cash. So Jared and I are holding different amounts of money. Right. Um, in different places. Don't put anything on the outside pockets of your backpack. Um, whenever I'm like real sketch about an area, I've got a fanny pack that hides. It's like really flat and I put it around my waist and hide it under my shirt. <gasps> Smart. Um, I don't walk with my phone out because it can be taken from your hand. You don't want to do that in real life in America. It can just be... Like when Pokemon Go started happening, people were having their like phones stolen at Central Park because they weren't paying attention to their surroundings. Oh my god. Yeah. All of these things. Just don't go outside is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Stay inside. Get a machete. Buy cats. Yeah. Boom. Adopt cats. That- I think the thing that really bugs me, my stepdad's, like, really into security. Um, he did physical security for a long time. Uh, and he's like, don't develop a routine, whatever you do. And I'm like, motherfuck, like, that's all I want in life is to have a routine. Plus, so, that's hard not to do, you know? like Yeah. But, like, every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm in the same place. <laughs> right. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm doing the same thing. It's like, eh, please don't kidnap me. I get wow. that too, but like I feel like when you have a routine too, if something does happen to you, it's way yeah. more identifiable if you don't show up to something. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like if I mean like it's almost like uh like our dumb not dumb, it's not dumb, I love it, but like our group chat. I'm just saying it's like silly in theory, but uh mm-hmm. like I mean if someone doesn't post all day Oh yeah. You know, someone's like, Are you okay? Like uh hope you're having a good day like you know and i'm pretty notorious about like just like dipping off of social media but like i feel like if you have some kind of quick text like hey this is where i'm at or hey i'm at you know yeah Yeah. oh research the emergency number for where we're going it's not 911 everywhere surprise (laughs) 
You know what? When you're in an airport, look up the emergency number in the airport. I had an incident where I had to do that. Um, I won't give too many details, but my partner works in a job that can be very dangerous. And at one point he was like, I need you to get the emergency number for the airport just in case something happens. I was like, oh, shit. Wait, like a specific in the airport number? Yeah. (laughs) No one asked for that many tips ever, but uh, lock your shit. You're not safe until you're home. Even then. Well, I mean, I didn't want to say that, but. Weapons. Use your weapons. weapons. Follow your intuition, I think, is going to be my, like, number one thing. Because, yeah. like, your body was made to keep you alive, and if you feel weird, there's a reason. Says my therapist, who tells me my anxiety is a superpower. Hey! Aw, that makes That's me feel better. Positive. Yeah. Yeah. Cute! <laughs> Cute. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye! Are we recording? (laughs) (laughs) Let me try again.